Welcome to the St. Francis Sunday Sermon Podcast for this, the 11th Sunday after Pentecost. Our sermon this week comes from the Reverend Dominic George. Enjoy and have a blessed week, my friends. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Anyone who is raising or has raised children knows the familiarity of these words. I'm starving. Is there anything to eat in this house? The pits of their stomachs seem bottomless, or as we would say in the South, they must have a hollow leg. Now we all know that food is vital to our life, to our physical life, to our mental and emotional growth, and to our general well-being. On the physical and mental levels, prolonged lack of food can bring deformity, retardation, and even death, a reality we so tragically see over and over again on our scenes of starvation in the various parts of our world today. On the emotional level, food is a basic means of building and sustaining of expressing our love and care and compassion. We know what an important part food plays in our family celebrations, or when groups of friends gather to rejoice in just being together. As individuals, surely each one of us has learned the meaning of community, of love, of care and compassion by being fed and held by our mothers. To the degree that one feeding us became intimately related to the food we were being given. You see, without food, life loses its health and vigor. Without food, life becomes increasingly self-centered, preoccupied with its own need for it. Without food, community with others which nourishes our human spirit be completely destroyed. We can dramatically see this downward spiral in the narrative from the book Exodus. As I'm sure you remember, Moses had been called by God to lead the children of Israel out of slavery in Egypt. And on their way to the land promised by God, the land flowing with milk and honey, Food became scarce. The people became very hungry, and the hungrier they became, the more they lost sight of the new life promised by God. The hungrier they became, the more attention was turned from their sense of community as the people of God to their own discomfort and misery. And they railed against Moses and complained that he had brought them out into the wilderness to kill everyone with hunger. 
and fed them daily with manna in the wilderness, they were filled. Their grumbling ceased. Their sense of community was restored, and their vision of God's promise of a new and fuller life was renewed. You see, the food that fed their bodies became the nourishment for their spirits. Now it was evening, and a large crowd of people, Jews living in virtual slavery, poverty, and hunger under their Roman overlords, were following Jesus, impressed as they were by the signs and miracles he performed. Jesus asked his disciples to make the people sit down on the grass, as their hunger was beginning to make them restless. And after they were seated, Jesus accepted the picnic lunch of five barley rolls and two small fish that a young boy had brought. After giving thanks, Jesus then distributed enough food to fill each person in the crowd. The people were amazed and excited to the point of frenzy, and they wanted to make him king. And Jesus left as he realized what was happening. And when they finally found him, Jesus said to them, Seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that which endures to eternal life. And they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? And Jesus answered them, This is the work of God you believe in him whom God has sent. And so they said to him, Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, as it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said to it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it was my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus was certainly not unaware for the body to be physically and mentally healthy. Food was basic. But Jesus was also aware that for a person to be fully human, Something more was necessary, namely a bread that nourishes the whole person, physically, mentally, and spiritually. See, without it, life would be fragmented, at war with itself, governed by the passions and needs of the moment. And this bread, Jesus identifies with himself. 
God's love in flesh, reaching out in love to each one of us, satisfies life's deepest hungers and yearnings with a bread which would not perish, but would be the means by which assurance was given of an eternal relationship with God and with one another in Jesus. See, my dear friends in Christ, in offering himself to others as the bread of life, Jesus was saying that he and the food by which the multitude was fed was so intimately bound up together as in the relationship of the mother and the child that they were being fed and nourished by the very life of God. It was this food for which they were to expend their energy and labor, food that would never perish. And for us, it is in the Eucharist, our Holy Communion, that we are caught up in this dialogue between Jesus and his disciples. For in the bread and wine of the altar, Jesus gives us himself to us with these words. This is my body. This is my blood. As you eat and drink, I give myself to you. And like a magnet, Jesus' loving presence draws us away from ourselves into a community gathered around the God of love, where life's deepest hungers and thirst are satisfied, and where we are assured of an eternal relationship that even the death of the body can never destroy. And so we now leave this altar and return to a world where others grumble and complain as did the Israelites to Moses, that they never have enough to satisfy the needs and hungers of their lives. And we go to them with the good news that our loving God has heard their cries and offers them a bread by which they will never hunger again. And that bread is our Savior, Jesus Christ. Gracious God, whose blessed Son, Jesus Christ, came down from heaven to be the true bread which gives life to the world, evermore give us this bread that he may live in us and be in him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.